0: Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Lewis. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Yeah, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. It's a Wednesday. That means JC Cole is joining us and claims that he knows Russia has 12 different time zones. How's JC?
1: JC is okay. Of course. Unfortunately, he's been watching the news and just when we thought that it cannot get any crazier, it gets crazier.
0: Uh How many times have I told you don't watch the news?
1: <laughs> yes, that's true. Right. I should just
0: chase goats. You should. Right. And then figure out what to do with them when you catch them. Well, that's <laughs> theoretically that I could catch them. Right. <laughs> hey. You, whether you can outrun them or not, you got to be able to catch them or it has no point in having them.
1: Right. And every every day I go, hey, this is a, be- a good investment because, because you know, goats uh, uh, pretty much feed the third world, and it looks like the United States is turning into the third world, um, you know, um, almost every day. So –
0: I have a question to ask Andrew this morning on Across the Pond. He didn't have a good answer. Why do we call this the Inflation Act? Is it creating inflation? Or I mean, they supposedly are trying to convince us that it's an anti-inflation act, but they call it the Inflation Act, which I think was direct to our point in our face.
1: Well, well um, it's, um, it's, probably, it's, it's correct. And what they're using is uh, Neuro Linguistic Programming or NLP where they're titling it with this wonderful phrase so people, you know, uh, think that this is a wonderful issue, right? I mean, and uh, deeply hidden in it. Actually, it's not so hidden in this one. um, It's just the opposite. Same with the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act is probably one of the most unpatriotic uh, pieces of legislation ever created. right? And we didn't get into that, but if you look at the Enabling Act, Although Hitler had written when uh, he took uh, um, when he took power, what they used to take uh, power, um, uh, basically away from the, the parliament, uh, and you can com- compare the Patriot Act with the Enabling Act, and you will see all major points are the same.
0: When was the Enabling Act? I don't know anything about that.
1: Well, that's the problem: is that we are not being taught our history. So what ended up happening, just real quickly, um, uh, Hitler got into power as a minority uh, chancellor, and um, that, uh, meaning that he didn't have a a majority of the uh, parliament. He only had uh, a small section of parliament, but uh, he was the largest of the small sections. And and uh what they ended up doing was um uh burning down the Reichstag, which would be their capital building, their parliament building. The Nazis did it, and they blamed it on the uh they blamed it on the communists. And they got all the people so upset about this that um uh they got this momentum moving forward, and they were able to per, um, get this piece of legislation through called the Enabling Act which basically gave Hitler and his his council um, power to override uh, the Congress or actually not even ask Congress or their parliament. So if you look exactly what, um, you know, the Patriot Act uh, uh, does the exact same thing. So 9-11 happened. And of course, for those who actually study, it was an inside job. It was done by the Bush cabal and they they had this piece of legislation would take you know years to write, just sitting on the shelf, waiting to go, and it was passed a month later after nine eleven giving the government massive amounts of of power Now this is all documented, so you're
0: saying I'm not arguing, I'm just going to be clear that Hitler created his own destruction of a facility, blaming somebody to enable him to do what he wants to do as a dictator, enabling act. We call
1: that a pulse, uh, it's a pulse flag.
0: And the Nazis
1: did it. The Nazis uh, and did blame, it.
0: Bush and did it with 9-11. Economy. And there is no way that Zelensky would ever understand that playbook and do that in Ukraine, right? Of course not.
1: Now uh, Zelensky, you know they chose the guy for a reason obviously he's he's um conflicted you know he's uh some form of, of um you know uh cross dresser right and and he's obviously pretty smart he, what he came out he came out today or just uh, this week and said something like EU members right should back Zelensky's call to ban all Russians from traveling.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, so, 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 so what they're trying to do, you know, is is straight out of the Nazi handbook. You know, I mean, look what we did to the Japanese Americans during World War II. You know, let's just, just ban a whole well, you know, ethnic group text. because of somebody doesn't like them.
0: Okay, so back up. Nobody. When I say nobody, you said I said, I don't know about the Enabling Act. Well, I didn't know about the Enabling Act. And you said we don't teach history. It's one thing not to teach history about the Nazis, which, by the way, we should learn inside and out how they pulled off what they did pull off. But nobody, nobody, 95 percent of the people in this country don't know anything about the Japanese internment camps. And I have watched a seven-minute video put out by Dwight D. Eisenhower's brother, by the way, as, what was he, uh, Secretary of State, maybe, or some cabinet-level office, convincing the American public that this was for the well-being of the Japanese people. Look, they're happy to go to these internment camps. This is an opportunity for them to go be with their family. And, I mean, it is unbelievable, that propaganda film. And nobody knows about the internment camps for the United States unless you happen to be close to one of those internment camp locations, like Heart Mountain, Wyoming, where I was last week, or in in California, and had families that were involved.
1: Yep. Yeah. and 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 uh, and what happens is we're going to get a crash course because history repeats, but not exactly. You know, they uh, was it. Mark Twain said it rhymed, and and we're getting it. So mm-hmm. you remember, last week we got so into. Um, into the events playing out that we didn't go in, into any of the history of last week. And this week is equally as interesting, right? So let me run in. Uh, August the 3rd, 1943, Adolf Hitler, Hitler again, declares himself both the chancellor and the president. Now, we don't have those in America, but basically that means the Europeans will have a prime minister and a president, right? Where the prime minister runs the day-to-day, the president kind of has veto power. Well, the Germans use it as the t- chancellor runs day to day. And then they have a president for a v- veto power at that time. And he, dis- he, he declared himself both, which is the Fuhrer, the leader, right? Okay. But many people don't know, right, that Adolf Hitler was Time Magazine's man of the year twice Uh Once in 1933 and once in 1938. So there you have the press building him up as the wonderful guy. Of course, he turned out to be one one of the antichrists, I think most people agree with, right? So, and and, they they seem
0: to be showing up regularly now.
1: Yeah, and so there's another thing that many Americans came back from Europe during the 1930s and said, you know, uh, warning of World War II, right? And they were laughed at, right? I mean, we even had the, what was it, the Prime Minister of Britain uh, flew in. I think it was Chamberlain. And, oh, no, Adolf Hitler signed an agreement that he would not go past Poland and Czechoslovakia. Signed a piece of paper saying he wouldn't do it, right? Oops. Right. so so, oh. you know, I you know, I came back from Latvia and, you know, after eighteen years in two thousand and ten, warning that we're gonna to go to World War Three and NATO would start a war with Russia. Of course I was laughed at. Now look look at who's look at who's provoking the war.
0: NATO, we gotta take a break. NATO NATO, we'll be back with more JC Cole, roll out after this. I got the opportunity last night to really go through my calves. We put some embryos in this week and keeping track of what's going on with the heats. I just went through heats, meaning standing heats, keeping track of reproductive efficiency. But looking at these Piedmontese calves, uh, they're just made the way I like them. They grow well. The performance is incredible. I think that's the biggest misnomer is that when you go into some of these niche programs, the performance just isn't there in tune with what you need to be practical and profitable. They calve easy, they grow good, I love the muscle, the shape, the overall performance is fantastic, the health is incredible, and most importantly, the disposition of these Piedmontese sard calves is, is amazing. It's because Lone Creek has put the selection criteria in the right places for cattlemen of all kinds. We need more men and women to be a part of the supply chain for certified Piedmontese if that's something that might interest you to the tune of $180 over market price at a 6-weight calf. Then go find somebody to talk to. You find them at Lone Creek Co. dot com. Welcome back. Roll Route, Trent Luce, alongside J.C. Cole, every Wednesday, like clockwork. Yeah, well, you, you probably, I don't know if you had an idea when that was going to take place. Maybe not that it was going to be 20 years later, but no. clearly, well, I actually thought it'd
1: be much earlier. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, 2014, but they, they, uh, put a kibosh on it. And then, of course, um, they, then the state, the U.S. State Department funded the overthrow of the elected, uh, president of Ukraine, uh, um, Yanukovych. And that started the, the civil war. And then they put in Poroshenko, and he started ethnically cleansing uh, Russians in Ukraine. And that started uh, started the war. And Putin Putin said, "No, you won't do that." So, so you know, this has been provoked by the neocons in our State Department. And who are the neocons? They're the Kazarian bloodline. It all it all adds up. So, so here's another one that popped up this again this week, but from history, August fourth, eighteen sixty-two, the Revenue Act of. 18- 1862, right? July uh, uh, started to be collected. It actually went in July the 1st, but the US government starts to collect its first progressive income tax. Okay, that was to help pay, that was Lincoln to help pay for the Civil War. Well, it ended up getting repealed uh, about a year later in 1872, but then it was introduced again in 1913 to pay for the federal reserve see the federal reserve is a private bank it's not federal it has no reserves right and it's not a bank it's it, it, it again it's it's like the patriotic act it's it, it, it um you know it's a a title to hide what it's really doing and they actually lend the united states money the United States borrows money from the Fed, and they charge us interest. Well, where do they do we get the money to pay for the interest?
0: Well, what I just heard you say was we charge people an income tax. We put it in what we call the Federal Reserve, which then loans it to the federal government so we can pay interest on the money we already own.
1: Correct. Nice. We've been hoodwinked, We've been hoodwinked by a bunch of private bankers, which all leads back to the Rothschilds. All right, well... What happened this week? Oh, they just passed the <laughs> yeah, right, right, the Inflation uh, Reduction Act, which is printing more money to spend, which is what really creates inflation. And of course, they're hiring eighty-seven thousand IRS um, agents, which doubles the size of the IRS. And I don't even think the IRS was officially approved by the United States Congress. So that may be an illegal act, but but where's the history? It's gonna take a
0: champion to bring that point home.
1: That that will, and you know, while, while I'm on my roll here, August fourth, nineteen sixty-four, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, where uh, basically uh, LBJ claimed that the North Vietnamese attacked one of our uh, ships, and that we had. Uh, dying U.S. Navy men in, in the Gulf of Tonkin. It was all BS. It was a total lie. And it brought us into Vietnam. He used that to get the Congress, to pass the act, to go into Vietnam. And, you know, at the end of the day, we lost 55,000 American men and and destroyed a whole part of our, our generation. Because a lot of those guys came back and were seriously um, uh, psyched psychologically uh, you
0: know distraught and and in all honesty and with respect to every one of them that were involved which I can't tell you how much I appreciate the ones that did not come back with PTSD or whatever the issues mentally challenging would be from the from the front lines then how they were treated at home once they came back just pushed them over the edge yeah agreed and then we we get to
1: August 6 1945. Oh, it just kind of slipped right by there. We dropped, the United States dropped the first atomic bomb in, actually in present day, uh, on Hiroshima. And, of course, August 9th, 1945, they dropped the second one on Nagasaki. And I'm pretty sure we haven't heard all the information on that. But uh, one of the things is... um, Oppenheimer, who was the main guy for the Manhattan Project, was asked, and he said, yes, it was the first bo- uh, atomic bomb in modern times. you go, what do you mean, modern times? And it turned out that Oppenheimer had studied the, the great uh, manuscripts, the Hindu ones, and he actually even commented, he quoted Vishnu, who was one of the top historical guys in uh, um, Indian uh, history, right? Now I, am, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Right? So he studied the great historical books. And if you actually look, you can do a search. There's evidence that 14,000 years ago, there was some form of atomic exchange in the Middle East. Right. You can actually find debris still to this day of green glass that's radioactive in the, uh, I think it's Lebanon, the deserts of Lebanon, and so so if you go to the um, Sumerian tablets and read the Sumerian tablets, they actually say that it happened.
0: I don't, I don't find it um, coincidental that we are talking about an atomic bomb. Right after we talk about there is no congressional action to make the IRS legal. So it's time to just blow them up.
1: Well, we're certainly walking down a very dangerous path here, provoking the uh, provoking the uh, country that has the most nuclear weapons in the world. And they said that they'd use them if we don't, you know, if they're attacked. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. So, well, you know, what's going on? And, and they're, they're trying to get, make it that Putin is the bad guy. And Putin keeps on saying, stop this, leave us alone. All right? Now you got Zelensky, you know, saying, okay, well, let's just uh, lock all the Russians in Russia and not allow them to travel. You know, it's like Zelensky is a Kazarian. It's a corrupt bloodline. It's satanic bloodline. At the top, and you know that you know it's like because you dealt with Robert David Steele. That's all you would ever talk about. This is what the battle is. It's between um, a basically good and evil, and that the, there are a couple corrupt bloodlines that are now being exposed, and then they and they realize they're being exposed, and they're trying to cover it up. And one of the ways to cover it up is start World War III.
0: How close are we to doing that?
1: I am. Um, I think, first of all, we're we're fairly close. And at the second, I don't believe that we'll go to a nuclear holocaust um, because nobody will win that. But I do think that we will go to some form of of, of uh, uh, exchange. And of course, since 1945, um, they have pretty much, you know, the, the 70 years ago, they've started They've worked out and now have tactical nukes that apparently can just take out a small building. You know, you you, you know they've they've in, in, increased it the the, the technology greatly. Uh, so, and I understand in some cases don't even leave a um, uh, radioactive footprint. But I, you know, I just don't know for sure. But obviously, something's got to break. Now, if you look at the big picture. The world is sitting on more debt ever than ever. They can't get rid of it. So one way is to, you know, <laughs> you know, pretty much break uh, the the chalkboard and and start again. And of course, actually, if you study wars, that's exactly what they do.
0: Well, it just makes no sense to anybody with the clear thinking. You continue to spend, spend, spend. Um, at a time when people have less to give. Oh, wait, there's a few. The 1% have more to give, but that's not who we target. We're going in 700,000 audits. They already know 700,000 audits with the 87,000 new IRS agents will be on people who have 75,000 or less in revenue each year. Halfway through, J.C. Cole, we'll be back with more rollout after this. And now we talk about immune health. We talk about health in general The world's authority on nitric oxide production, Dr. Nathan Bryan, explains. We've got about 14 COVID clinics around the U.S. where we
1: have a a nitric oxide drug trial going on. I'm exposed to COVID probably every day. You know, pre-COVID, we as humans are exposed to viruses and bacteria every day of our life. That's just the world we live in. Some people get sick, some people don't. Why do some people get sick and why do others not? It all boils down to their ability to generate nitric oxide and to have certain things replete in their body like vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, selenium. If you're nutrient deficient, you're going to get sick. If you can't make nitric oxide, you're going to get sick. If you do all these things, you can be exposed to, to COVID or any other virus and your immune system nips it in the bud and you don't get sick from it. It's really that simple.
0: We're going to change this ordering process up to make it simpler. Go to loosetailsmedia.com. loosetailsmedia.com. There will be an order mechanism there, and if you want more of the science, I'll get that to you from Dr. Nathan Bryan. Loosetailsmedia.com. It's nO2u. Dot, the, the product's the same. The place you get it is different. Welcome back. Roll out. Trent lose second half. J.C. Cole joining us from New Jersey. Uh, Let's go back to the IRS a moment. Is there anybody with kahunas enough to actually challenge the fact that it's not constitutional, that we will disband the IRS?
1: I actually think there are, but they're not sticking up right now. And also, if you look, the IRS is registered in Puerto Rico, if I'm correct. And Puerto Rico is a possession of the U.S. government. It's not a state. Um, so why is it why is it sitting down there in the Caribbean? So well, that
0: explains a, one thing to me. I want. Won- I wondered why we didn't just follow through and um, annex Puerto Rico as a state.
1: Yeah. District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, I think Guam also, um, are, are uh, possessions of the U.S. government. Right. Yeah. So, so we finish. can hide things there. It's like our little Switzerland bank called Puerto Rico. Yes. Oh, by the way, I, uh, I was listening to yesterday's uh, Across the Pond. I've been to Liechtenstein, right? It, it's a tiny little country right next to, um, uh, between Austria and, and uh, uh, Switzerland. And it is one of the, the banking hubs of the world. Did yeah. you mean to say Luxembourg? I mean, Luxembourg. Yes, sure. Um, I've ever been
0: to Luxembourg or Liechtenstein.
1: I've been to both, actually. <laughs> yeah. You sure get around, JC. Well, you know... <laughs> The universe said, "Look, JC, you're going to be on on uh, Trent's uh, radio every week, so you better yeah. travel and get some get some <laughs> understanding of the world. Get right. some
0: mud on those boots." <laughs>
1: yeah, I think Lichtenstein. Uh, if I'm not, geez, I'm not mistaken. I think it's the capital city of Luxembourg. Anyway, is it really Lichtenstein's in Luxembourg? I think it may be. But, you know, listen, you're dusting off. You know, uh, 25 years ago of memory, you know. Got I happen to have a cheater in my hand. That's right.
0: But it might take a moment.
1: Okay. So let me, while while we're in there, let me go back to my, my dates in history. August 9th, 1974, Richard Nixon resigns as president of the United States. And Gerald Ford becomes the the vice president at that time becomes the president okay so ford is the only president in history that has never been voted in he was what what they ended up doing i us say spiro agnew was the vice president they threw him under the bus he claimed innocent the whole time but they threw him under the bus um <clears throat> nixon appointed ford as the vice president and then uh, like a year later uh he resigns and ford becomes the president. And now, if some of the rumors are true on the assassination in the J.A., Gerald Ford was in on it. So it looked like he could have gotten his reward by becoming the, the president. <clears throat> now, that was a rumor, so I can't, you know, really say. And then... I'm talking about a
0: Nebraska boy there, so be careful.
1: Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Okay, just delete everything I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. I I know that there's some uh, murky waters in that Spiro Agnew thing, but I, I I need to go back and really well verse myself on that.
1: Well, it's very concerning because it, you know through the chess match, they you know they they moved you know like the Spiro, they they removed Agnew. And they put in Ford. And then a year later, they removed Nixon and put in Ford. You know, and so that can happen now. Right. If, you know, what happens if they uh, remove Harris? Right. For some reason, and they put in like um, Gavin Newsom as uh, VP. And then, of course, you know, oh, I mean, uh, Biden, we're, we're not even sure he's still here. Right? Right. <laughs> Either mentally or physically. But I'm pretty, anyway,
0: I'm pretty positive he's not here.
1: Yeah, and so so there you have a, a, a way of putting in their their you know uh, golden boy as as president of the United States again. You know we 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 did it. Uh, you know we had it happen to us uh, fifty years ago. You know, and so it could happen again, right? So so let me get down to one more date: August fifteenth. This is a biggie: August fifteenth, nineteen seventy-one. Richard Nixon temporarily removed the United States scholar from the gold standard. <laughs> that was temporarily 50 years ago. <laughs> it's like, maybe, maybe we get to get the IRS to temporarily suspend audits and <laughs> we can deal with it in 50 years. Right now that is one of the biggest things playing out that you took. He, he removed the world reserve currency the united states dollar from the gold standard which allowed all of this massive money printing and now let's just say you know the chickens are going to come home to roost right we 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 simply have so much debt it can't be taken care of it has to be erased and so they've got to do it. So there's only a few ways to do it.
0: Which would be? And
1: well, well, one of, one of them is a world war. They can, they can claim, uh, is it, um, you know, uh, um, that uh, nature stepped in and uh, the banks got destroyed. And so everybody starts from the zero. In other words, they can wipe out the pensions. All these people that have worked for you know the last 50 years and think they have a pension. <laughs> oh, actually, if you listen to Martin Armstrong, Europe already destroyed the pensions by going to uh, negative interest rates. With the Who, banks.
0: Whoever thought that was a good idea, that you pay pensions to people that no longer are productive for you for perpetuity? Well, Where did that well, originate?
1: Well, well, I think that what happens is that this is just part of the hoodwink to keep the, sh- the show on the road. The same with Social Security. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, it, was, it sounded like a great idea. We all chip in a little bit. And, uh, and now what do we have? What three, three workers supporting one person on Social Security. And of course, that was never to be touched. The money collected by the government was never to be touched by the government. And I think it was back in the 70s. They just kind of changed along, borrowed it all. So yeah. it's one massive IOU. I mean, this is right out of the movie Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Seriously. We've been hoodwinked. The entire private sector has been hoodwinked and lied to on everything.
0: Uh, how does Posse Comitatus play in this?
1: Posse Comitatus says that the uh, federal troops cannot be on... It basically uh, used against the private sector.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, now, I don't know what happens if it's actually on federal territory, um, which was um, which was uh, Washington d c in the um, in the bonus march. Um, but uh, it, it's basically they can't use u s troops. And if you look at the whole system, actually the states control, their National Guard. So, you
0: know, that's been my discussion uh, for the last couple of weeks because there are only two governors. And one of them is uh, Governor Kevin Stitt, who I've got on this week from Oklahoma, who told the federal government, no, I'm not going to mandate the vaccine for my National Guard because they're under my control, not your control. Ron DeSantis from Florida, Governor Stitt from uh, Oklahoma, are the only two that did that.
1: Right, you know, also, if you go back to, I think it was, um, oh, the war in Iraq. Uh, So what was that, Desert Storm? They took, the US government took a very large amount of um, uh, weaponry from the National Guard and sent it to Iraq. So I don't even know how much weaponry each National Guard has.
0: Well, that makes sense that a, a federal government that wants to continue strength would try to cripple the state's defense which that's what the national guard is a state's defense
1: correct and so so it it really comes down to it's easier to bribe five hundred people than fifty state legislators
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, le- uh, uh, not legislators legislations you know if you think about it that this corrupt Banker system from the Federal Reserve, which is all Kazarian, right? Can can uh, um, uh, corrupt our federal government? And of course, how would you do that? Hey, how about blackmail with pedophilia and uh, and and sex? Oh, wait a minute, that would be that would be Epstein and and Maxwell. Oh wait, 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 wait! They're, they're both Israeli Mossad agents. Right, which has been put in the press and proven. It's not me coming up with a conspiracy theory. And what is Israel? Israel is a construction of the Rothschilds, and that's all Kazarian. Right, by the way, I, I, I came up with something so wild I can't even tell. Was, is this actually true or was this the, the Babylon Bee, which is, you know, a satiric <coughs> um, uh, voice? The U.N. warns of worrying and dangerous conspiracy theories. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yes, the U.N. also warns that George Soros, the Rothschilds, and the state of Israel must not be linked to any alleged conspiracies. Of course, let's forget that the uh, Israeli the Israeli government attacked the USS Liberty during the, the Six-Day War, right, and that LBJ actually called off um, – Called off uh, the protection of the uh, USS Liberty, and we well, 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 well.
0: When did the UN say that the these three kingpins could not be linked to the well, any conspiracy theory?
1: It, well, I think it was this week. I, I searched it and found it, and I can't say that it's necessarily true or not. This is really wild, right? You know, and and so so again, we're in this. We're in this incredible uh, propaganda war going back and forth.
0: No doubt about that. Here's what I also have no doubt about. My clock. It says we have one segment left. J.C. Cole. We'll be back with that after this. I just got off of a radio program in the Denver area. Kim Munson and the Kim Munson show. She does a great job. And people ask, where do we get information about all the things you talk about, Trent? Well, You know, I should have a website that brings it all, but the truth of the matter is, I don't need to, because Protect the Harvest does a fantastic job getting you the information, empowering you to stand up for your own property rights, and putting the emphasis of animal ownership in the category of property and what you need to do to preserve your property. It costs nothing to go to the website protecttheharvest.com. You can sign up for a free email newsletter. But, like in all things, it requires some cash to make it work. If you feel compelled, there's nobody at Protect the Harvest that wouldn't say, Thank you for making a contribution. Continuing to empower you and your property rights it's protecttheharvest.com. Welcome back. We're all out. Trent Lewis alongside J.C. Cole joining us from not Lafayette, but he was there long enough to think he's still there. He's in New Jersey today with us here. The United Nations. uh, I, I did a little search during the break. I found the United Nations has declared a war on conspiracy theories describing the rise in conspiracy thinking and worrying and dangerous and providing the public with a toolkit to pre bunk or debunk anybody who dares to suggest that world governments are anything but completely honest, upstanding and transparent the UN warns that George Soros, the Rothschilds and the state of Israel must not be linked to any uh, alleged conspiracies. Apparently I found the same story you did.
1: Right. Now I'm not sure if it's accurate or not but it, it is it is interesting and of course then it then, then it comes to let's see. The UN wants you to know that the events are not the, that events are not secretly manipulated behind the scenes by powerful forces with negative intent. Of course it's not negative intent, it's positive intent for them. <laughs> They're stealing our money. <laughs> you know, George Carlin said it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. And if if you encounter anybody who thinks the global elite are conspiring, uh Bilderberg group proven uh, to co- consolidate power uh, and dictate global events, you must take action. What, what action would they want us to take? Maybe, uh,
0: maybe. Well, uh, well, we have eighty-seven new IRS agents that are going to actually show up and take action at your
1: house. I think that's eighty-seven thousand. Yeah. <laughs> what did, I, three what three, what did I say? Three zeros.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All schematics. The zero's
1: not worth anything. Right, the eighty-seven we could take care of the 80s. And by the way, why is the IRS buying ammunition? Oh, we've been right? doing
0: that for a long time. Yeah. We've been stockpiling ammunition and weapons longer than
1: anybody. Yeah, why does the IRS need hollow points? You know, and, and I think actually one of the uh, one of the senators has or congressmen has put forward a bill to forbid the IRS from being able to buy ammunition. Right, so, I, so I,
0: I had a I had a story that was very credible, just like six weeks ago, JC. That the reason that ammunition is hard to come by in any of your favorite shops is because the, the federal government is buying it faster than they can make
1: it. And the federal government has the right to step in and, and tell tell the or say say they have the right to step in and tell the manufacturers they have first right of, of you know first right to first refusal or. Of- First, right, right at first a refusal to, 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 yeah. to buy the ammo. But, yeah. but, Trin, I wanted to touch on something. You know that I keep on pushing this book, When Technology Fails. And everybody that actually bought the book and looked at it uh, has said it, it, it's incredibly valuable. But let's look at when technology fails, all right? So we have the Germans where one of their rivers is drying up and that a major power plant on the Rhine looks to shut down. Okay, that's when technology is failing. Right. Um, We had the power grid shut down in Iraq when temperatures exceeded one hundred and twenty three point eight degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, I would I would uh, say that's hot. Right. Um, The power prices in Germany have risen seven hundred percent. Right. Let's see. Revolution has begun seven seventy five thousand Brits to stop paying their power bills. Uh, um oh this is interesting Coinbase Coinbase shares soar on BlackRock BlackRock is the Kazarians, right crypto partnership in other words BlackRock is starting to corner one of the um uh cryptos okay um what else did we we have in and and things breaking oh yeah we had <laughs> a uh, an, an amazon warehouse near moscow suspiciously burns down totally and then of course google data center just had a large uh, electrical explosion in omaha right and let's see cuba's largest electro um, uh, thermoelectric power plant uh, caught on fire and it looks like they are offline right and so so You're getting technology starting to fail, and of course, fail in those areas that we need: power, electricity, fuel, you know, uh, generation, um, uh, and food production.
0: The one thing I know you left out was Spain started rationing electricity to their citizens this week. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and so, so I, 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 it's a blitzkrieg. It's a blitzkrieg happening on almost everything that's important for um, human beings.
0: And I had a conversation this week that um, one of the coal-fired power plants, just one, that's the only one I've communicated with. I should call more because I do have access to more. This one particular plant is 23 trainloads short of coal or where they should be at this time of year yeah and project that that could double in the next 60 days
1: i'm afraid that they are forcing us into a civil war just like they forced putin into this um this war in ukraine Mm -hmm. right and if you just know, okay with this new act the democrats threw the middle class under the bus right and that um what else um yeah uh, then.
0: Jay, I want to just spend a second there because everybody's wanting to blame Biden I don't even think Biden's involved Biden's just a right. puppet This yeah. was act an act of the elected officials that represent the people that should be accountable to the people This was right. a congressional the, action Senate voted for this
1: including new Republicans Right and now, now also, if you just look at everything that's coming up, it's provoking us into a civil war, and and that greatly weakens America. And the theory is that when the Americans, the the red states, go uh, against the the blue states, it weakens America and allows uh, the CCP to invade. That's that's what the theory is. Oh, well, they're so invading. Have- they've
0: been invading. They're ready. Why do you think they've strategically found all of these places to own conveniently next to air force bases?
1: Yes. And the assault weapons ban of uh, 2022 was passed by the House. And there's much, you know, there's much statements going, oh, never get through the Senate. Excuse me. The Senate just passed this damn, uh, this uh, damn inflation bill. You know, so, so, you know, what is, what are they saying? Do you, you know, if they try to make that assault weapons ban, it's like the the straw that breaks the camel's back. And I think they, they, uh, I think they want that. And then, of course, you, you just to piss off all the Trump supporters, you, you just had the siege at uh, um, Mar-a-Lago, right, and, and uh, showed, was it, uh, uh, less faith in the, uh, the FBI. So, so, you know, there was a, a theory that they're trying to turn the people against every government, and it seems to be working quite well. And, of course, you had this, uh, this New York Governor, Kathy Hochul, who, who tried to put through a law saying that they could arrest anybody, any of the citizens, for infectious disease. Not like we have an infectious disease that they're touting, a new one, right? Without proof of illness. And you're not allowed a lawyer. And you're not, and, and uh, how, how can you get out so they can quarantine you? Oh, well, geez, that's just another version of what the Nazis did. Right. And, and uh, that the, was it. Just to add to it, the Saudis apparently have agreed to joining the BRICS currency, which will basically, you know, undermine the petrodollar, which will basically destroy our economy. And um, I'm not taking a side on, on you know, I think the, the petrodollar was used to abuse the world. Right. And 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 uh, and so you know, we're coming to a constitutional crisis and all they need to do is create something that the, they can claim martial law and there won't be any elections in November. I beat you to
0: that one, by the way.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I predicted that the, the whole angle is that deal. There is no other explanation for the way that the public is now turning a wonky eye to everything that's happening. You have a, a Biden approval rating that is lower then the groundhogs hibernating and they continue to charge down the path at flying in the face of the very people who make up this country, the everyday people. The only answer is they don't figure there's going to be an election in November.
1: Yeah. From what I understand is that the, the uh, if there is an election in November, the Democrats will lose both the house and, and uh, the Senate.
0: If, if there's an election that is right. fair and accurate. Right.
1: So that's implying that, uh, they may need to have a massive false flag. It's coming. Yeah. And so, uh, again, for our people, you know, all Americans prepare, have food, right? If you have food, you have water, you can, you can fight. And, and, and of course, the best book I found on, on that, well, there are actually two. One is, uh, uh, Dare to Prepare by Holly Dale. And the other one is, uh, Matt Stein's, um, When Technology Fails. And, and, um, and it looks like it's, oh, there it is. Oh, Jonathan, Jonathan, uh, Holloman's, right, survival theory. he he, he wrapped it up. It, it, it is right. You know, he just put it all into one, one, uh, condensed book.
0: Yeah, well, that the, the whole intent was a mini little false flag with the FBI invading Trump's house.
1: Right. You know, you got to think that if somebody's influential enough to get the FBI to raid Trump's house, aren't they influential enough to just turn off the electric grid?
0: By the way, I happen to believe that influential person is named Donald Trump.
1: Well, you, you know, I, I kind of looked at it this way. That, that it was a chess move. Now, who did the chess move, right? It, it, it's a chess move. And, and uh, you know, trying to figure out the chess move, it was like what we talked about a long time ago when Bobby Fischer uh, played Boris uh, Spatsky. And Fischer makes this move. And and the commentators, okay, so you had the two best chess guys in the world battling it out. And the commentators go, geez, I think Fischer just made a mistake. He, he did that move. Well, I can't understand it. Ah, He doesn't know what he's doing, right? Of course, four moves later, Spetsky said, you win. (laughs) It was that brilliant of a move that even the chess experts didn't know. Right? But, you know, and so we're in this massive chess game. I I, I don't know who did this. I just know that it was a move.
0: And the most important thing that JC said today, whatever happens in the United States or around the world, most important thing. Prepare yourself, your family, and your community. That, at the end of the day, is what matters most. We've successfully journeyed down the road, connecting rural and urban America. Both GC called myself reminded that all roads do lead to a roll route.